Bardic Mystery Tour is a fifth edition D&D action. Jesus. Do you want someone else to take a stab at it? No, I got this. Okay. Unless you want someone else. You say Bardic, I'll say Mystery, he'll say Tour. We'll just go around the table till we get it. All right, no. perfect. Your dad's heard it enough times. Bardic. <laughs> mystery. Tour. Is. A. Fifth. Edition. <laughs> D&D. Actual. Play. Podcast. About a band. No, nope, you already messed up. <laughs> Wait, is rock and roll one word? Bardic Mystery Tour is always here for you. Strap them boots on, here comes season two. We're a band of bards solving mysteries. Join us on adventures if you please. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a rock and roll band out on tour that solves mysteries. I'm Ed, I'll be your DM. I'm Emily, and I'm playing Flo Calhoun. She's a wood elf bard, she plays the cello and sings in the band, she typically fights with her bow, even though her rapier is just as good, and she has a brooch of true strike that she hopes to try out. Hi, I'm Brayton, I'm playing Sammy Stoneslinger. Sammy's the best bard of the bunch. He's the drummer in the band. He's a rock gnome because he rocks so hard. Sammy is, uh, he's been on a kick. He wants people to start calling him Captain Sammy Stoneslinger, which is very creative because he is quite the seafaring lad. Sounds good, Captain. Hi, I'm Grundledore. I'm a half-orc. I'm green, I'm mean, I'm violent, sensual. And I'm going to quietly breathe into the mic for you for the next four hours. Also joining us today for our podcast is our guest co-DM, my father. Yes, I'm Brayton the Elder. I helped Ed with the design of this and will help him play some of the NPCs. Because my dad is here for this adventure with us, and because my parents listen to the podcast, and because... My mother specifically dislikes the swearing. We're going to institute a swearing oh, shit, jar. Really? So we're going to institute a swearing jar for this episode, and all of the proceeds from the swearing jar we're going to donate to um, International Dark Sky Association. So we'll tell you a little bit more about that after the adventure. Should we get a cup and some coins? Yeah. How are we going to track this? Go get the pennies out of the register. We can use a virtual cup and then. Record oh, a real good the tokens in it. Yeah, I don't. Do you want me to get some pennies and a? Yeah, yeah, I think we should do that. Wait, are we gonna fake putting coins in the cup and then say we donated X amount even though we didn't? We're gonna donate it. We need to get a mic on the jar. I think it's gonna be loud enough. I won't swear. Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> All right, I just need to understand how much money I'm gonna be out at the end of this. Had I known, I would have brought my uh, change purse. Yeah, how, what what do each of these coins represent? A gold piece. So we're dealing in fake money? No. 330 US dollars. Okay. That's heckin' terrible. I think we say a dollar. All right. Dollar a word. Fuck yeah. All right. Wait, what's a swear? Just so I'm clear. No way. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. What's that other list uh, George Carlin has? Rattle that off quick. So, the sun rises over New Ogs held. The gang awakes. For their Wait, if the sun rises over New Ogs Held, is New Ogs Held in the east? It's on a peninsula. It's both. Ogs means east, Grundledore. Don't you speak this language? Mm-hmm. Does he speak any languages? I know I don't read any. We have to get all those jokes out that we didn't get recorded earlier. 
Yeah, normally we have an hour of dicking around. Yeah, well, we spend an hour dicking around with not, like, off the... Oh, okay. Wait, if that counts, then I said it, too. Yeah. I didn't think that counted. That's not a swear word. That's in the swears. It's messed up. This is mom standard swears, so it's yeah, strict. If you're going to say the F word, you should run out of the car. What about freak? That's fine. Yeah. Get the freak out of here. Okay, so you're you're having breakfast at the restaurant in the in the tavern. It is the tavern, is what it is. You guys see uh, Dirk, who was apparently up before everyone else. He probably drank a little less hard than you guys did, and uh, he's over at some small table in the corner of the tavern, and he's talking to a lady that you see him talking to. Does she have any um, descriptive features? Yeah, she has. Um, Brown hair, really long eyebrows. It's on like the dirty blonde side, and she's wearing like a brown tunic, and she looks very plain. All right, we go get some like sausage or whatever, the breakfast bar. Do you get the cereal with the milk? Yep. Oh, is it those boxes where you split them like long, like the H oh, cut? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Get some of those. All right. I want to take one and put it in my pocket. Are we allowed to do that or do I have to? I'll sneak it just in case. All right. Roll a sleight of hand. What's it called these days? Yeah. Sleight of hand. Yeah. Still. Six. Uh, that's my bonus. That's only one less than my bonus. All right. Is he successful? No one knows. I look around. What else do I see? Maybe no one cares. There's like a big tray of scrambled eggs. I'm going to pocket a scrambled egg. All right. How are you going to decide when you've got one? Hmm. One fistful. 21. All right. The most hidden eggs ever. Did I notice anything when I look around other than eggs? Did I notice Grenador stealing eggs? You got to roll better than 21 on your perception. Perception? 22. Yes, you did see him pocket some eggs. Sweet. I wink at you. I didn't even bother wrapping him in a napkin. You guys are messing up. Using all your good rolls for this. Some people get more than one good roll per session. Uh, wait till you see what I do with those eggs later. I don't notice anything else other than a lady and Dirk and some eggs being pocketed. Let's go over and harass Dirk and see what time we need to leave and stuff. All right. Dirk's getting up whenever you walk over to talk to him. He's like, oh, here's the, here they are right now. He's like, hey, Sammy, how's it going? Oh, hey, Dirk, we're just uh, coming down for some breakfast. Oh, yeah, did you get any of the jelly donuts? I didn't get any cereal, and I wink. He's like, how's your, do you got, your allergies acting up, or? No, Dirk, what I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't have any cereal on me, and then I wink. He goes, oh, that's fine, because it probably would go bad if you were going to carry it around or something. I guess the point of cereal is it doesn't go bad, right? Unless you put the milk on. Yeah, wait, is there milk on it? How could there be milk on it if I don't have it on me? Good point. Anyway, Sammy. Wait, did- how long is it before eggs go bad at body temperature? Wait, in the show? Asking for Outside. Scrambled asking- eggs? Yeah. Uh, Like hours, maybe? Okay, good. Plenty of time. I wouldn't eat scrambled eggs like six hours after they were made. Anyway, what do we? Uh, what time do we need to leave this town to get to the next town on time? Oh yeah, we're getting out of here pretty soon. We're jumping on another boat, not a, not an ocean, not is it is an ocean going boat, but it's not a huge old ship. It's just a little. It's my boss's yacht, 
and I finally got this all planned out. Oh, guys. Also, this is Derkina. She uh, works for a person who has a name. I work for Bernie. Yeah, yeah. And he's over on his island, and we finally worked out a, a plan for you to come over and do a birthday show for his daughter. And don't get too surprised, but it's our best paying show yet. Wow. Is this for a bunch of children or adults? Adults. Okay, good. I don't know. Just wondering if we can wear our birthday suits. Oh, yeah. I always wear my birthday suit underneath my regular clothes. Under your regular suit? Yes. My fine clothes. How much does it pay, you were saying? It's going to pay. It's a, uh, it's a big, it's the most, don't worry, it's the biggest payout we're going to have. It's going to be by like one gold. Yeah, probably. How much did you want to tell us? Well, I offered a thousand ten gold for you to come. Technically, Dirk is right this time, I guess. All right, cool. Whatever. It'll cost them a lot more than that when it's all over. As long as the kids are into the circle pit, let's roll out. All right. So you head on down to the docks. You get your, all your extra stuff. Stash it in the um, in the van, still parked over by the remnants of the sound system. Before we get on this boat, can I roll insight and see what I feel about this? Yeah. What's her name? Dirkina. Dirkina. Six. You think she's cool? She seems innocent and bland. Okay. Dirk's like, yeah, all right. I already got all the equipment loaded up. You're in this. Uh, it's a smaller, like hundred person vessel. Not a massive warship or anything like that. You guys head off into the ocean. Uh, before we go, can we Crisco up the sides of the ship or something? Yeah, they have uh, auto Criscoers now installed on all uh, ocean-going vessels. <laughs> In the one night. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Sometimes don't, don't the water worry. gets sticky with blood. Did you uh, dip your maul in it, though? Oh, I should do that quick. I pull out my silver knife, the one we fought that werebore with. I cut myself with it. it. Hurts more than it should. I don't know why. And I rub my blood on the mall. I bandaged you up. Thank you. All right. You head off. Uh, Dokina offers everyone a, uh, a boat beer. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll take one. It's our special brew. Chug, 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 chug. All right, I'll take two then. Okay. I take one, but I just watch Sammy to make sure it's not poisoned. I was expecting some exposition about this beer, but I, you know. Oh, it's just the special brew that we make, and I was told to give you whatever you need so that we can get you out on the island. It's very important. I'm starting to get worried about this whole thing. It's called Prindy's Prime Porter. Ooh. Like a brown porter? Yeah. Brown like my small clothes. And then uh, this dude... One of the deckhands is like, you guys should eat the Dulaney's Dew. It's better. Drink. I mean, not eat. You don't have to chew Wait, it. Wait, what's the Dulaney's Dew like? It's like a light APA. Oh, yeah. Can I get one of those, too? goes down easier. It's more sessionable, you know? And I'm going to need, like, a, some sort of a drink. And we got a long ride Caddy. ahead of us, so... Uh, How long? Uh, most of the day. What time is this birthday party show? Do you know? Uh, I just work on the boat. I turn to Dirk, you know. What time is this birthday party show? Well, the show's going to be actually tomorrow, but I need you to meet the daughter because she's uh, just so excited to meet Antler Mayhem. What uh, birthday? Tomorrow. That's a lot. 
plenty of time for my eggs to cure. What birthday is she turning? What age is she? Oh, she's reaching her majority. She'll be 21. So it's we can meet her sloshed a little. Just a little light sloshing is fine. I'm sure that you'll be fine. Is she a human turning 21 or... Well, why gotta why gotta bring her ace up? I'm just asking because like uh, leave if it to a, the elf, leave it to the elf to care about. If it's an actually, elf turning 21, that's not really maturity. Let's actually, be honest. Actually, she is half elf. Okay, her father was a wood elf. Sweet, was and her mother is was a she slime now mold. a spider elf wood elf. Actually, he's dead. Sorry, didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. She ate him. All right, is that true? I have no, no. idea. No. No, 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 no. Her mother met her father, and after some difficulties, they had Flo, and then the father had to return for some battles with his kingdom, and he was killed in the battles. Did you say Flo? Yes, her name's Floramir, but we all call her Flo. Interesting. My name is also Flo. I think that's part of the reason she's so excited to meet Antler Mayhem. Flosophine. Ah. She's Floramir. So, if you wanted to be a boy, you'd be Flosive. Yep. It's a gender-neutral name. So, uh, eight or nine beers in, uh, Sammy passes out. All right, sick. And then, uh, I don't know, yes, you, you want to roll, you want to roll, yes, like, a constitution are. check on that? What, you want me to roll a constitution check? Yeah. Yeah. We got a three? Yep. All right, so I said eight or nine, but it's like- I think if it's for drinking beers, I should get advantage because of my history. Because of his huge stature. Anyway, Sammy passes out at some point. And for me, it's more like a performance art than anything. Because he's really not drinking it. All right, I'm, I'm passed out. All right. Uh, everyone else has a, they have like a dry lunch that's like, uh, you know, some like no. nuts or like some wheat or something that you can have on a boat that's seasoned. It's some weird damp eggs. I'm saving those for the birthday girl. Be uncouth of me to attend a party without a present. Sammy, you uh, find yourself in a, in a dark room. There's just one candle lit on a small table in the middle of the room. Seems kind of familiar. Like in what way? Because like, of the hangover? You know when you're dreaming and you're like in your house, but it's like not your house? But yeah, it, yeah. you know it's your house? Yeah. You know it's your house. This is my house? This is your house. Like, that you grew up in with your parents. Do I have, a, like, a headache? No. You're, so, uh, this, is, this is a dream. You're, like, a little... You're, yeah, you're a young Sammy Stoneslinger. You're, like, seven in gnome years. So you're, like, 14. Wait, okay. I mean, you're, like, 14 and you're, like, seven years old. It's really difficult to explain <laughs> by just saying the numbers back and forth. Okay, so I'm like 14, which you're saying is like a seven-year-old human in our real-world society. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, thanks for parsing that knowledge from me. And the door opens up that you didn't see before, and your father walks in. Uh, I'm like, oh, hey, Pop. He says, Sammy, you're letting down the family. You're ruining the family name. What, uh, what are you talking about? You come from a long line of proud stone slingers, Sammy. Yeah, but uh, pirates can be stone slingers too, Pop, so it's not a problem. Sammy, you're using your sling all wrong. We didn't get the name stone slinger by using slings the way humans use them and using that short distance. You got to use the stone slinger technique. What are you talking about, Pop? What he, you- he hands you your sling 
that you've been using forever, but he pulls it out of his own belt. Well, it used to be his sling. I inherited it. Right. So that makes so sense. Was, yeah, exactly. And he holds on to your hand and he says, when you're going to fling your stone from your sling, you give it this wrist twist. Some kind of euphemism. It's called the stone slinger wrist twist. It's going to improve your range, son. Oh, I, I try it out. I'm like, like this? And then you fling a stone and it goes and it hits the moon. Straight out of the sky? Straight Am out I of the still sky. inside? Oh, you're now outside. Dreams are weird like this. Okay. And he's a sea son. I am your sea son. Look back in your roots. And remember, rock gnomes aren't pirates. What? Not ever? And then he doesn't answer because he's gone. Dang. And instead, Dirk is there. And you're in the bottom of a boat. And he says, Sammy, you all right? Yeah, Dirk. I was having a weird dream. What's all that talk about the moon? My dad came to my dream and he told me that I should try to shoot the moon out of the sky with a sling. Oh. Yeah, dreams are weird, man. Yeah, tell me about it. You're always dreaming about your dad. You got some, like, weird repressed... I don't know, man. I don't know. Do you have some weird repressed issues with learning scales? No, I don't have a... I don't have a backstory, man. Dirk, this is... That was weird. I didn't mean to yell. It's all right. Uh, You missed lunch, so here's a lunch. It gives you a lunch. Oh, sick. It's like a tray with, like, some very inedible-looking earth things. Uh, what? There are earth things. They're like nuts. Uh, like dirt, rocks, and stuff? You're a rock gnome. <laughs> eat these rocks. We don't eat rocks, Dirk. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, let's go get some drinks, then, to make this a little bit better tasting lunch. He's like, oh, yeah, he hands you a beer. He's like, I got us both a beer, too. Perfect. It gives you a bowl of little pebbles, and they taste like fruit. Wow. Alright, so the sun begins to set. Is anyone actually looking outside of the boat, or is everyone just uh, drinking in the bottom? I feel like I would be outside. All right, roll a perception check. I'm going to roll this good die. If you roll poorly, you'll be embarrassed. Ten. All right, you see an island that stands very tall out of the ocean, like a sheer rock face, and uh, the boat is heading toward it. Does it look like we're heading toward it in a fast way, like we're going to crash right into it, or...? I mean, like, you're heading toward it, like, as fast as the boat can go. Okay. But not, like, Titanic about to hit the iceberg, like... Okay, I don't have to, like, go yell to somebody. We wouldn't see it if it were an iceberg. There are, like, lights (laughs) in the face. Torches? Yeah, lanterns. Are they in, uh, like, caves? Like, windows? Or are they on the top of the mountain face? They're heading up the side of it. Oh, like a staircase. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. All right. Eventually, you get close to the face of the island. Dagger Island. Does it have, like, a face on it? No. Is it a volcano? Not that you know of. I hope it is. Roll a volcano check. Is it a volcano? Can I roll a volcano check, too? Yeah. Uh, What do I... How do they roll better than me? I'm up out there looking at it. What ability is that tied to? Um, Constitution. Constitution. 17. All right, Sammy is a volcano. Do you know what you're saying? <laughs> Shit, Kato. <laughs> Worth it. The ship pulls up into the dock. It is inside the cliff face. You notice tons of armaments, like battle stations. There's tons of defensive structures around. Like, uh, Did we just sail into like a German U-boat bunker? Is the cave that we sailed into carved out like a mouth? Yes. Of a skull? Yeah. What if it is a real it's a, mouth? It's not of a skull, it's of a giant dwarven I face. I was going to say vagina. 
Why? The way he said the. I get it. Are there braziers for in the eyes? No, they're giant gold carved eyeballs. Oh, we need to steal they're one made of those. Gold? They're at least gold covered. That's even better. We can just chip the paint off. Perfect. Chip off the gilding, melt it down. But they're definitely like a good old climb up because uh, this face is sheer. Aside from, obviously, the carved out face of a dwarf. Is there anything in the nose, like a, a green emerald? How There's big some, are the pores? Uh, some vines hanging down out of the nose, out of the nostrils. Nice. How big are the pores? No pores. This is a very mm-hmm. beautiful dwarf. Oh, if it's a beautiful dwarf, then how thick is each individually carved strand of beard hair? Pretty thick. Too thick for a handhold? Yeah. Dang. Two hands? It's really hard to say at this point. But uh, you do notice, uh, roll, roll yourselves a perception check, I guess, before I just go telling you what you notice. I mean, I guess that's what passive perception's for, but. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go with passive perception. Yeah. All right, all right what's your passive perception? 2012. 2012? That's bad. That's bad passive perception. My passive perception's a 12, but I rolled a 3. 11. I don't know what passive perception is, but I got an 11. Oh, it says roll we never use. It's like a really important part of 5th edition. Is it real? Yeah, it's real. I just don't use it because like, I'm bad at 5th edition. It's just 10 plus your modifier. Yeah, it's like taking a 10 on a skill check, except for 5th uh, edition doesn't have the concept of taking a 10. That's from 3rd edition. Oh, then I got a 13. Fun fact, you can have passive on any skill. Then I did get a 12. So it is like taking a 10. It's exactly like taking a 10. But it's called passive. Yes. So I can passively be stealthy and get a 21. Well, no. you don't get to decide. Like you can passively DM. be stealthy and get... if When the DM yes. wants to save time. Plus 11. Yeah, Wait, you're just naturally... You get a plus 11? And if it's raining, I just disappear. Maybe she started by cheating. What? No. Yeah. I have a plus 5 to my dexterity, and cheating. I got uh, 2 times my proficiency bonus, which is 6, so 5 and I 6 think it's is time 11. We stop letting Flo use a pencil on her character sheet. Oh, do you want me to use a pen? So we can keep track of your, uh, your shenanigans. If she uses a pen, she writes a 13 instead of an 11. Yeah. It's something about this pen. It just likes threes more than ones. That's so you don't have to like Sometimes worry about... Sometimes it's 31 or 33. All right. So we're in this dock. What's up? So all the armaments you see seem to be unmanned or maybe a time of more turmoil in the region. But at one point, this island was a very well fortified stronghold. Does it look like there's one entrance and one exit beyond the water? Or does it look like there are many doors? Yeah, it looks like you basically, if you wanted to, you couldn't get on this island without using this dock. And using this dock would be extremely difficult if there, someone was trying to make you not use it from the island. Okay. As the boat pulls in, there are a lot of people, probably more people than you would expect for like a uh, welcoming party at the uh, dock. You get it all docked up, and Durkin is like, uh, we're all getting off, and all these uh, people are getting on, so let's make it let's make it quick. And Dirk goes, yeah, sure, I'll get the equipment off real quick. And uh, Durkin is like, oh, I can help you carry the equipment. And uh, the two of them get all the equipment on the dock. I think it's weird that we have a dedicated Durkin voice actor, and you spoke her lines. No, that's fine. He's a co-DM, not a, a co-DM. voice nice. actor, okay? Okay. Right. He's not getting voice actor rates. Good. He's getting co-DM rates, he's which getting, is like... I hope he's getting Dirk rates. Ooh, that much. Um, Why are so many people trying to leave the island? Oh, this is the day of the birthday for Flo's majority. 
all the staff is going to be taken to the mainland and treated to a large picnic party, and they will stay there overnight. And then tomorrow, they will be brought back to the island for your show. And that means that the family can have a personal birthday party, and you've been invited to be part of the personal birthday party. You can meet Flo, and she can meet you. And we're so excited. So if we could just get off the boat so that we could get the rest of the staff onto the boat so they can go off. They're very excited to go. Starting to sound a little bit more like doing two shows in two days. Also, he said mainland, but he meant Ogsheld Island. Because that's where the casinos are, let's face it. Oh, okay. Well, of course. I am sorry. Wait, so we're invited to go off of the island even though we just got here? No. No, you're staying with the family. There's an island in the You can come to the big banquet. Oh, okay, okay. So the picnic... Isn't for us. No, no, no. You're going to be with the family and have the big banquet. That, so much more and, fun. And the birthday cake. And oh, but it is so much fun. I was excited for Grenador. hide in the birthday cake? I, you'll have to talk in to the caterer. suit. You'll have to talk to the caterer. Well, I should we get no a hold of the caterer that. before they get on the boat and leave? Or? No, no, no. The caterer. Yeah, the, we hired a special caterer for this because we didn't want our staff to have to deal with that. Okay. All right, let's get, let's, I say, let's tear the band-aid off. Let's just get up there and start meeting people. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Okay, you can continue. You're not going to finish the song? I don't know the rest. Because no one ever celebrated my birthday growing up. Do you know when it is? Or if they did, you forgot. No. No one paid attention to birthdays back in Grundle's Grotto. I'm sorry, buddy. Do you want us to pretend that this is your birthday and when we sing to Flo, I'll secretly say oh, Grungo? yeah. I'm going to take all her presents. That's smart. Because I deserve this. If it's your birthday too, you're legally entitled to half of the presents. It's my, it's my birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Grungo. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm not telling you until tomorrow because I'm a real friend. I meant to say it tomorrow. I get excited. Is it my birthday? It's no. your birthday too tomorrow. No, I... I know when my birthday is. I just it's don't tomorrow. know what day it is in the world. We're like brothers. As all brothers share birthdays. What's the math on years? If you were born the same year, who's older? Well, you don't have to be born the same year to be brothers. I definitely came day. out first. Because I'd say, I didn't wait for a natural birth. I mean, like orc years and... I clawed my way out. You were like the alien from Alien. Yeah. That's um not me. Before you get too excited about all the uh, getting your half of the presents, currently the list of presents is like a fistful of like Dale scrambled eggs. So <laughs> I'd be happy to get half of those out of Grundledor's pocket. Is it sunny out? Uh, the sun's going down right now. Oh, man, I wanted to cure them in the sun first. Well, maybe if we leave this cave, we can get somewhere. I'm sure it's warm in your pants. I'll have to put them in my inner pocket. So there's a really steep staircase that's pretty grand and wide. They're like um, a horde of people could probably climb up if they needed to at a time. Because like, you know. Makes it easier for invading armies. But it's also well defended by unarmed battlements. Okay. Uh, unarmed? Yeah, man. We're not a war It's anymore. hypothetically well defended. It's well defensible. Uh, you guys climb the stairs. I mean, uh, whatever. Dirk and Durkina carry the equipment up the stairs we'll go up also and the stairs lead to like a very large courtyard-esque i mean like very like it's like a field like a mall do people call things malls that oh are yeah fields grendeldor has a mall yeah it's different parade ground 
Sure. Or grassy knoll. I mean, mall is an appropriate term. Is it up to the top? Is that how far these stairs go? Or yeah. Okay. Did we find out what this the st- island's called No, yet? the stairs do not go to the top. And there's a dwarf standing there who says... Stairs never go to the top. Welcome to Prindy's Duenales. It's hyphenated because I'm a dwarf. A what? How's it? What is it? Again? Prindy's Duenales. What's a Duenale? That's like a, the opposite of a nollie. It's what you do on a skateboard. You do an ollie. Oh. I don't know if that's how it's spelled. I didn't spell it that way. Are they apostrophe S's? Like nope. Is that the name of the island or the estate? All of it. Wait, what's an estate? Like a residence and the surrounding. Name of everything. The island? The castle, the island, the estate, the... Didn't you just ask me what an estate was? The people. Everything. This is going to get confusing okay. because we're just going to refer to everything as Prendy's doing ollies. Can I get a Prendy's doing ollies, please? Oh, Prendy's Porter? No, a Prendy's doing ollies. Doing ollies do. Oh. I, I would like a uh. Prendy's. <laughs> I'd like a Prendy's doing, but hold the ollie. Uh, beside the dwarf is a young half elf. Now, what is young for a half elf? About almost 21. 21 like 20. She's a point nine nine ish. Nine. Your best guess is twenty. My can I do a best guess at twenty one? Yeah, you're worse at guessing, so that's fine. You hand her a beer. Oh uh, yeah, I don't care. She slaps it out of your hand. Look, there's no age limit on drinking in Greater Ogsheld. Are we still in Greater Ogsheld? Oh yeah, it's one of this is one of the fringe. I thought we were in doing ollies. Yeah, Brindy's doing ollies is one of the fringe islands of Greater Ogsheld. And he says, hi, I am Bernie. I'm Bernie. This is my island. My family has owned this island for decades upon centuries upon millennia. And we used to be the spear point back when humans and dwarves were at war. But since we've settled that and we're now at peace, this has become my personal estate. I love this place. It was built out of this giant rock that was just sitting here in the middle of the ocean. Well, not the middle of the ocean, but I love this place. Do you own all the people here? You don't own people. Why? They're my staff. I pay them. With lodging and food? Mostly. Okay, you own them. But they love being here because the food's so good. I gotta tell you, I love being here, and I'm so excited for you, because my daughter here has just wanted to see you guys for so long. Who owns your daughter? No one owns me. I'm my own person, and I'm so happy to meet you. You must be Flo, you must be Flo, my name's Flo, you're Flo, I'm Flo, you're Flo, I'm Flo. I'm so excited to see you. Actually, my name's Sammy, but it was a good guess. I'm the drummer. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, um, I'm sure. But he does have a good flow. Hi, flow. Yes, I am flow also. It's good to meet you. I've just... My, my aunt has this spell called bandcamp.com. I've listened to Antler Mayhem, and I just love your music, and I'm so excited for you to play your concert tomorrow. Maybe tonight you can play me like one little tiny song? It's like opening a present on Christmas Eve. How do you feel about that, Gringo? I would open all the presents on Christmas Eve. At least all the presents that didn't have my name on it. Yeah. You hear like a steam horn or whatever they're called as the uh, boat leaves the dock. What's that called? A fog whistle. Steam whistle. Whatever it's called. There's no fog, so maybe they don't use it. I think the guy just likes to pull on it, though. You know, it's like. I think it's reasonable for them to use a steam whistle. 
Like shifts over. Time to go back to. Time to go back to Ogs Held. Do they flicker the lights too? Like you're at the opera. Opera. I, was, I thought you were gonna say like the bar. Do they do that at the bars? They just turn the lights off. I think. No, they turn they them flicker. on. It's after you leave when we're all oh, still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just play the show at like midnight. Bernie's like, all right, let's head back to the castle and you guys can meet the rest of the staff. Not staff. Family. Slaves. They are not slaves. They are well paid. In food and lodging. Well, and and a great 401k. Yeah, Dirk has a good 401k. Which means they can stay working for food and lodging until the day they die. Hear me out. They have some money because they're going to go gamble it all away, so... Oh, see, that's how you get them. Yeah. Get them addicted to gambling, and then they can never leave. No, they have to leave because the gambling's on a different island. Only a small portion of people are addicted to gambling. I think we should just try to use narcotics on them. I know you're planning to do your own one. Oh, so, like, especially if you have, like, neighbors who are hoarders, Mm -hmm. and you don't want their stuff all over. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You get them addicted to, like, gambling or crack and then they have to sell all their stuff yeah then they sell to you for real cheap because they need money now and you sell it on ebay for more buy more sell it to them cheap keep making money smart all right where are we going what's going on here so we're they're leading us away yeah we're taking you in inside i want to introduce you to the rest of my family yeah let's go meet them all right so you head across the parade ground toward this massive castle that's built into one of the higher peaks of the rock that's sticking out of the ocean Every square inch of the entire castle is very ornately carved with ancient statues of mostly dwarves and uh, some rock gnomes, probably. No. (laughs) Dang. Like, instead of a parapet, it's like, down, dwarf, down, dwarf. It's like a dwarf as a tower, but the crown he's wearing is the parapet on the top of the tower. Oh. Is it made out of tiny dwarves? But you know how like chess pieces are like a thing shoved into the shape of like the thing you want it to look like? Yeah. You take a dwarf and you shove it into like a Play-Doh castle maker? Yeah, yeah. And then it comes out looking like a castle still, but like dwarven shaped. Like spaghetti when you squeeze it? Yes. um, This castle looks like a pile of spaghetti. I somehow do understand Wearing a crown. And no jokes about garden rock gnomes. They're not garden rock gnomes. They are majestic dwarven castle towers. Wait, do you have a problem with rock gnomes? Because I will fight you. No. Many people come here and say, oh, those are like garden rock gnomes. And they are not. All right. Got your back. I love rock gnomes. Thanks, Flo. You're welcome here, Sammy. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I... I know know most places you go, they don't like your kind. Yeah, a lot of times they get kicked out. I don't know if it's from drinking too much or if it's from racism, but... It's not from drinking too much. Your drinking doesn't help give your people a good name. Well, what are you going to do? You might be helping to perpetuate a stereotype. Well, uh, speaking of, I feel like we're headed in to get more drinks. I know we said we were going to meet the family, but... I just want to point out, if there's a race that's known for drinking, and it's either rock gnomes or dwarves... It's not rock gnomes. Well, why do they only have two kinds of beer then? It's a small That was island. what they had on the boat. I mean, we're going to get into the good bar in a second if we actually get in there. All right. Yeah, then I'll tell you the rest of the names of the beer. Then we can get some ouzo and soda or whatever we want. Franklin 75. So you enter the castle. There's a drawbridge over a moat that goes from one end of the island to the other one. 
Uh, what? It's a secondary defense in case the outside's breached. The castle is also defended. Is it a moat full of water? No, it's just a regular moat. Yeah, it's full of water. Where does the water come from? Are we on the top of like a super tall mountain? Buckets, man. You know all those people that they employ here? So you enter... You cross this drawbridge and you enter the main entrance, this enormous door that you can't even fathom how large it is because it's ridiculously large. When you would think that like dwarves need smaller doors, think about it. 20 feet. Yeah. Emily wrote huge ass door. No, wait. Was that you putting one in for writing it or him putting one in for saying it? I didn't say it. It's the same one, really. So you enter this grand entryway of a hall that has a very large balcony looking over it. There are two Muppets in the balcony. And a handful of... No, the balcony runs the entire width. On the left or the right? The front. There are five notable entrances and four notable grand staircases surrounding this room that is very ornately decorated with extremely large, fancy, shiny chandeliers illuminating the room to a almost unbearable brightness that's also very comfortable. And homey. Warm. Homely. No, no. Homely. Yeah. <laughs> you said five entrances? Um, five entrances, four grand staircases. And the door behind you. There's five beside the main entrance. So ten total exits? Yes. There's also an enormous banquet table. How big is it and how many banquets are on it right now? There's one. There's a bunch of food out that's prepared. We're going to eye that up. But that table is massive. It probably seats like... 30 people or something. What kind of food is on this table? I'm thinking of doing a swap. Are there any cold scrambled eggs on the table? Because Warmish. Be. Warmish. No, this is our buffet for the evening in honor of my daughter Flo. And the family, I'm sure, will be out soon. Why don't you pick up a plate and go ahead and get started? Okay. Now, did you send the royal taste tester away on the boat? or Number one, he's not royal. I just don't want to get poisoned. The regular taste tester. I, yeah, I did, but I think we can trust this this caterer. I, All right, he's, let's trust he's him. got a pretty good reputation. He's developed here in this last couple of months. All right, let's trust him. What kind of spread were you looking at? They have any burritos? Yeah, like the ha- the ones that are cut in half already for catering. Not like mini burritos. Oh, I get like six. Like with toothpicks in them that you hold up that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Yes, mostly bread. They're separated. There's like a pile that says like bean, one that says beef, one that says chicken. Yeah, I'll get two of each of those. One the carnitas are really good. The what? Carnitas. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Pork. That's pork if you don't know. I didn't know, but I'll get some. I pick a couple of the mini burritos up and I grab like a sheet of paper. I eat all this stuff out from the burritos and I put a little bit of egg in each one. And I write on the sign egg and I put it next to all the other burrito types. It's about giving back, Grungo, I say. I don't use all the egg, though. I still have about half of it. There's only a, wait, how many mini burritos did you put half a handful of egg? How- oh, they're mini burritos. They're like... They have toothpicks. They're, we think that they're, they're like pizza roll-sized. Yeah. No, those are baby burritos. Mini burritos are like two-thirds of a Hot Pocket-sized. Jeez. Okay. You can only make one, then. Uh, what other food is around me, then? I grab what other like, random food is close to me, and I... Divide it up with the egg so I can make a few of these burritos and put them by the egg sign. Gretelor finds some Jordan almonds that he puts in the burrito. Egg and almonds, that ain't bad. Jordan almonds, though? I know a Jordan almond. This is those like candy ones that you just suck the candy off and then <laughs> oh. shoot the almond out. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Did you know some people eat those almonds? Yeah, I, I eat them. It's like watermelon seeds. Wait, you can eat almonds? All of them, yeah. What? Yeah, we're not allergic to them. I thought you just juiced them for the milk. <laughs> no, you have to milk them for the milk. Yeah, you, get the, you get the udders. Yeah, the you juice teeny. them for the juice. I don't distinguish a difference between juicing and milking. People say they're milking the cow. That's just juicing. But they're just juicing it. They're just trying to make a sound. You're not as like gross tough, as it is. Like juicing? Like I it. think juicing destroys the thing you're juicing. What do you think happens to those poor udders? It takes a long time to destroy them. Well, if you do it with your hands, it's okay. You get one juicing out of an orange. You get more than one milking out of a cow. How many udders? If there's five udders, you get five milkings. Oranges don't heal. If your cow has five udders, you gotta go see somebody. I'm sorry, teats. Also, if you only got five milkings out of a cow, I think you did a bad job on raising that cow. Well, what if it was really old and you only did it one time out of each udder and then it died? Yeah, I think like letting your cow dry up is like raising the cow wrong if your intent for the cow is to get more milk out what if you just came across it but if you want it to suffer from a swollen udder for its whole life you make sure it's regularly it's not its whole life though right doesn't it eventually go like oh the baby doesn't need any more milk so it's no but if you continue to milk it then it continues to produce milk right that's why they take the babies away when they're young So that the babies don't have a mother. And, and they, they turn them into veal. To... I know. And they put them with the little chains around their necks. And then they make them sit on their knees. And it hurts. And it's awful. Speaking of veal, did you try the veal at the end of the table? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll get delicious. Some. The veal burritos. I love veal. Veal tastes best if there's sorrow behind it. All right. Also in the room, you see four notable characters immediately. There are two women. One with like a full head of gray hair. And one with a full head of black hair. You see... This uh, guy standing next to the older lady with the gray hair that approaches you. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about the last guy you see who walks over and talks to Flo. Me? No. The other Flo. He is uh, dressed in like what would you would traditionally consider to be like dwarven garb. But he is a five foot eleven person with like uh, a tall man. He has ruddy skin and sharp cheekbones. Uh, human? Human, definitely human. human. Really big pores. Yeah, what are his pore sizes? Just the regular type. Okay. He appears to be what the players would identify as an American Indian from our world. Okay. So this other person I was talking heads over toward you guys before uh, Bernie even gets a chance to start introducing himself. So uh, goes to shake your hands and uh, he's like, uh, welcome to Prindy Doolanies. My name is Bo, and I'm here to have fun. How big is, wait, how big is uh, the fourth one's pores? Which one's the fourth one? I don't know. Yeah, are we talking, so we're talking to Bo. Bo is the human. Bo is a human. Um, With, what would you say with? They're all four humans. This is going to be so hard. Out. Is Bo the one that used to be standing next to the gray-haired woman? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he introduces himself to us. Yes. We could say he's gray-haired also. My name's Bo, and this is my wife, June. Oh, hey, great to meet you. Good evening, sirs, ma'am. It's good to see you, I think. Can she see us? Are you blind, ma'am? No. No, I am not blind. Could you hold still for a minute? I'm going to try to I'm going to try to milk your pores. <laughs> see if I can get some spread to put next to the butter on the table. That does seem a little rude almost. Goes well with the eggs. Bernie's going to step up and say, "We are very careful with June." June is not as well as she once was, and I would appreciate it if you would back off just a little bit. 
But he also says, this is Plum. She's a little more shy, maybe. She and June are sisters. Aha. Uh-huh. And this is my, what's a word that means someone that um, is like an adventuring buddy, but he's like an understudy, but he's like also now not an understudy because now he's like super powerful and like you guys are bros and you hang out. Catamite. Wait, no. I don't know that That's word. That's almost a swear word. Oh, no. Are you saying words to make me put things in the swear jar? I also don't know that word. Should I put a thing in? No, it all depends on context, I suppose. Find out when my mom listens to the episode. We would say, this was my protege. He's now my associate. Okay. And his name is Anna. Oh. The Native American steps up and says, yes, in your language, I am Anna of clan chronism. Um, how did you spell uh, any of those words? Anna, A-N-A. Okay. Of clan chronism. C-H-R-O-N-I-S-M. Oh, yeah. That's how I spelled it, but I just wanted to double check. June is spelled J-U-N-E. Okay. Got it. And Plum is spelled P-L-U-M. Got it. Is Bo, B-O, or B-E-A-U? B-E-A-U. Mm, I got that one wrong. <laughs> Boom. With an X on the end? That's the gotcha question on the So team. if you combine the name Plum followed by Bo, make it one word, does the B become silent? Does it become Plumo instead of Plumbo? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Or does it become Palumbo, the famous <laughs> lawyer? Was he a lawyer or a detective? He's detective. <laughs> a detective. The purple detective, Palumbo. Everyone roll me a perception check. Can I just add 10 to my roll? No. Seven. 21. A four. Oh my. For the listeners, I added three to that. So uh, as everyone carries on, Grundledore, you notice standing in the shadows up on the balcony, holding a little plate with like some uh, ranch and some like carrots. Is uh, there's an elf up there, kind of stalking from afar? Hey, I yelled at him. Hey, elf! Is that ranch I smell? Yes, of course it's ranch. What else would you dip in? I hope you're not eating wings with that ranch. Why would an elf eat wings? These are carrots, you carrot head. Okay. Wait. Are carrots good or bad in your mind? Most elves are vegetarians. Are you a vegetarian? Oh, uh, you're talking to me? Uh, Look, ask yes, her. of course. I'm a wood elf. I only eat things that are wooden. I only eat wood. My father was a beaver. I mean, termite. I know beavers don't eat wood. They don't. Why do we have a half orc in the castle? Because I'm here to kill you. On your very best day, you would last five minutes. Isn't it enough that we have Bo? Is Bo half orc? No. Bo, Bo, like. He's just uh, a human, right? Yeah, he like laughs at all. He's like, ah, 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 I don't know what he's talking about. I call up to this person in Elvish and I say, hello, who are you? My name is Philosophine. And he replies in Elvish, my name is Branch. My brother married into this menagerie and I'm here to watch out for my niece, Florimir. Flo is like listening intently. She's like, oh, I know. I know some Elvish. Grunko, I think they're talking about you. Oh. How do we get up to where you are? There are four staircases. Four staircases. Yeah, which one gets there? There are ten options of leaving this room. 
Yeah, but the balcony goes to all the staircases. The staircases all come to the balcony. Are you kidding me? No. no. It's just ridiculous. It's not to make us confused. It's not ridiculous. It's, it's grand. Huge. Wait, it's grand. which of these staircases is a mimic? I'm going to play it safe and just walk up the wall with my boots of spider climbing. But if you walk up the wall, you'll be under the balcony. Then I'll walk around the edge. It's like David wow. Bowie in Labyrinth. Minus the tights. Well, after everyone's eaten... Wait, doesn't Branch get a chance to punch him when he like tries to, to walk over the edge like David Bowie? Yeah, sure. You want to do that? That's a 15. Does that hit? I don't think it does. No, you missed. He takes a swing at you, Grundledore. But now it's self-defense. Hit him with your mom. As my reaction, I pull half the remaining eggs out of my pocket and try to shove them in his mouth. I know you don't eat meat, but what about the unborn? All right, roll your attack. 19. He shoved the eggs in his mouth. He spits them out angrily. I walk away and come down the far left staircase. Wait, what, from your perspective or from ours? Yes. I don't even know what direction I'm facing. I don't think it matters which staircase is my guess. Why do we always get hung up on stairwells and staircases for way too long? You didn't this time. You skipped it. Yeah. Yeah, I just needed to know that the other three are all going to eat us. Always choose the right most staircase. Does it feel like the tension is leaving the situation? Yeah, everyone else is cool. They're like, this is normal. All right. I'd like to walk up beside Bo. I'm going to like rock forward and back on my feet, you know? And I'm like, well, that was pretty weird, huh? He's like, oh, Branch is always trying to stir something up, accusing people of stuff. That's what he does. Yeah, he sounds like a real piece of work. He sounds like he really hates you, though, huh? Oh, he just, uh, he's, uh... Stubborn and confused. I uh, break wind loudly just to try to, you know, break down the barriers and make everything feel casual. Just to know that he knows I'm relaxed around him. It's all good. All right, sick. Well, this was a good party. So uh, after everyone's had a a little bit to eat, Bernie says, all right, it's time for the cake. Wait, I was going to hide in the cake. It's too late. I do a stealth toss. Out of the door to the right. Of the, like when you walked in the front door, there's a door to the right and a door to the left and three doors in the front. So out of the door to the right, which is a big double swinging door with those portholes in them. Kitchen-like. Well, that's a safe assumption. Like a submarine I mean, kitchen. it's on the right, so isn't it a starboard hole at this point? A cart crashes out of the doors in this enormous cake with a small miniature floor mirror is on top of it. And it has a bunch of 21s all over it. And it seems to be pushed by nobody. What? I cast Unseen Servant. Oh, no. Light the Lantern of Revealing. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I try to slyly hand the rest of my eggs to my unseen servant and command him to go push the other unseen servant that I assume is pushing the cart out of the way and continue pushing the cake. All right. Halfway. And while sprinkling 
eggs on the top of the icing. That's going to make it taste better, I think. Yeah, probably. So uh, Dwarfs love sulfur. There's only one dwarf here. It's going to love this cake. Your unseen servant is halfway to the cake, and from behind the cart jumps a short fox person wearing a green cloak. Oh, no. Shatter. <laughs> I'm joking. And he's like, ta-da! Who is this fox person wearing a green cloak? Why is Grundledor so anxious to cast Shatter? What significance does he hold to the tale of our party? And has our gang made their way to Prindy's doing all these only to meet their doom? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. Hey there, Groobies. Brayden here. Thanks for listening to another week's adventure at Bardic Mystery Tour. Um, As always, check out our website for more information and follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or I don't don't know where else you can follow us, but do it there too, I guess. And give us those good ratings. Here's an explanation of what the Dark Sky Association does. That's the organization that all the money we raise from ourselves from swearing in our podcast goes to. Let me know, um, tweet at us or whatever, let me know if it's worth it to set up some sort of pledge system somewhere so that you guys can pledge along, maybe like, you know, five cents a swear word or whatever, and we'll add that to our uh, donation when we're done with the whole arc. Um, just thought that might be fun. The International Dark Sky Association is the recognized authority on light pollution and is the leading organization combating light pollution worldwide. Their mission is to preserve and protect the nighttime environment and our heritage of dark skies. They advocate for the protection of the night sky, educate the public and policymakers, promote environmentally responsible outdoor lighting, and empower the public with tools and resources to bring back the night. Learn more at darksky.org. My parents are part of a Native American drum called the Muddy Creek Singers. They host a powwow for Veterans Day in Clearfield, Pennsylvania every year. This year will be November 9th and November 10th. But if you have any interest in uh, Native American culture or learning about it, then feel free to go to a powwow and learn for yourself. There's a lot of people who are very accepting and open and trying to get more people to learn about it. Um, A good source to find a powwow near you would be powwows.com. That's P-O-W-W-O-W-S dot com. Powwows.com also has a lot of articles about Native American music and tradition and cultures. So feel free to read those for more information as well. Here's a song off of Muddy Creek's album, Enduring Freedom. The song is called Star Lady. Oh,